Welcome back to the Understanding Childhood Cancer podcast. I'm Dr. Jeff, and I wish you weren't listening to this because I wish we didn't have to have such podcasts. Today, I'm going to talk about bone tumors, and in particular, I'm talking about what we call the primary bone tumors. So when we say primary bone tumors, we're talking about tumors that start in the bone and tumors that are usually found in bones. So today I'm going to be talking about two types of childhood cancer. They are osteogenic sarcoma of bone and something called Ewing sarcoma, Ewing sarcoma. Now there's plenty of other tumors that can occur in bone in children. There's histiocytosis in the bone. You can get lymphoma in the bone. You can get a lump of leukemia occurring in bone. And of course, there's a number of other tumours that start somewhere else but can spread through the body and end up with a deposit of the tumour in the bone. So that's called a metastatic spread to the bone. So they're all bone tumours, but today it's about the primary bone tumours. These are tumours that typically start in the bone and most of the time if they're going to occur anywhere, it is by starting in the bone. So I'm going to be talking about Ewing sarcoma of bone and osteogenic sarcoma. So first off, we'll talk about Ewing sarcoma. Ewing sarcoma, that's E-W-I-N-G. I think it's named after some guy called Dr. Ewing, probably in the 1800s or something, I don't know. You could Google it and find out, I suppose. Uh, let us all know at the, uh, at the website if you can work out who Dr. Ewing was. Anyway, Ewing sarcoma, first just to talk about the name, so it's a sarcoma. Sarcoma is a type of cancer and the sarcomas are a group of tumours that occur in what we call the connective tissues in the body. So what are the connective tissues? Okay, uh, bone, muscle, ligaments, fat, cartilage, these are all tissues that you call the connective tissues. And so the sarcomas are just cancers that occur in those particular uh, tissues. Compared to, say, breast cancer and lung cancer and stomach cancer and bowel cancer, you know, more like adult cancers, they're usually what you call carcinomas. Anyway, it's just a fancy pathology term, but Ewing sarcoma is, it is a cancer, it's a it's a highly malignant tumour and it needs highly aggressive treatment. And a lot of the time Ewing sarcoma occurs in bones. But actually Ewing sarcoma can occur in other locations in the body that are not in the bone. So in a muscle or soft tissue somewhere else. There's all sorts of places Ewing's can occur. And so then you call them a non-osseous Ewing sarcoma or an extra osseous Ewing sarcoma. And just to confuse you even more, there's a couple of other names for Ewing sarcoma. Uh, another name that's used is primitive neuroectodermal tumor, PNET. And just to confuse you even more, there's another PNET that's a brain tumor that's completely unrelated. Uh, so PNET of brain is not Ewing sarcoma. Okay. And then there's a whole bunch of other weird names that developed over history before people realized that all of these different tumors were in fact the same thing, Ewing sarcoma. 
So if you get a Ewing sarcoma of the rib, for instance, and or well, the chest wall typically grows inside and pushes on the lung a bit, that used to be called an Askin tumour, A-S-K-I-N, Askin tumour. Then I think for a while it was called a neuroepithelioma. So there's a whole bunch of funny names out there, but most of the time these days we'll call it Ewing sarcoma and sometimes we'll call it primitive neuroectodermal tumour or PNET. Where do Ewing sarcomas arise in the body? Well, it is a bone tumour and it can arise pretty much from any bone in the body. More often it arises from the long bones like the thigh bone or the tibia or the arm bones or else from the pelvis or the vertebral column. So we end up making a distinction between the ones that are in the arms and legs. That's called the appendicular skeleton. And the ones that are in the body, like the pelvis bones and the vertebral column, that's called the axial skeleton. So you can have an appendicular tumour or an axial tumour. But it can arise from any bone in the body. It can arise from skull bones, from rib bones, from finger bones, from toe bones, and pretty much any bone in the body. When it does arise in the arms and legs, I guess more often it's in the middle of the bone. So instead of the that end of the bone near the joints, it more often it's in the middle of the bone. And that's in contrast to osteogenic sarcoma or osteosarcoma that I'll talk about later. It, it tends to arise at the ends of the bones near the, uh, near the joints. Typically, Ewing sarcoma is a tumour of teenagers and young adults into their 20s, but it can occur at all ages. Uh, it can occur in younger children. I've seen it in children as young as about three, but probably it's occurred in younger children. And it can occur in older adults as well. But mostly it's a tumour of teenagers, young adults, so in their 20s, for instance. And that applies to osteogenic sarcoma as well. Typically corresponds to the, that time in life when people are growing quickly, I suppose. The growth spurt of adolescence. Uh, Ewing sarcoma starts in the bone or it can start in soft tissue like I said but it can also spread to elsewhere in the body that's called metastasis whenever a cancer spreads from the original place where it started and spreads to somewhere else in the body well that's called metastasis it's a it makes for a more serious situation of course Ewing sarcomas if they are going to spread and only a minority spread to elsewhere in the body but the typical sites where they might spread to are the lungs and the bones so other bones in the body or the bone marrow inside the bones the symptoms of Ewing sarcoma depend a bit on where it's located in the body maybe that there's a swelling a lump that appears tumor might cause pain sometimes Ewing sarcoma causes fevers and then, of course, depending on where the tumour is, it can cause all sorts of things. So if the tumour's in one of the backbones, for instance, it might cause pain in the back, but it might also compress the spinal cord, and so that could cause problems with passing urine or uh, weakness in the arms or the legs if a nerve's compressed. A tumour that arises from the rib might grow into the chest and compress the lung, or it might cause a cough breathlessness. A tumour in the skull bone might press on the eyeball. It might affect the hearing. It 
it all depends where it is. So there's site-specific symptoms. The other tumour of bone I mentioned is osteogenic sarcoma. And osteogenic sarcoma is often abbreviated to osteosarcoma. But osteogenic, that refers to the fact that this tumour has its malignant cancer cells, but they make bone. And so that causes a particular appearance on the x-ray, that they're making new bone in an abnormal fashion. So that's why it's called osteogenic sarcoma. But more often we just call it osteosarcoma. Anyway, it's uh, also more common in teenagers and younger adults. I don't often see it in the younger children like we do in Ewing sarcoma, but it can occur. It can occur in older, older patients as well. Osteosarcoma, the most common places for it to arise are around the joints, and in particular just above the knee joint and just below the knee joint. So that's the bottom of the thigh bone or the top of the tibia bone. That would account for a lot of the patients. Another site is at the shoulder, at the top of the humerus bone. That would account, between those three tumour types, that would be most of the osteogenic sarcomas, but it can occur in other bones. It can occur in the pelvis bones and the back bones and the skull bones and other sites. And like Ewing sarcoma, it can spread to elsewhere in the body. And like Ewing sarcoma, if it does that, it makes for a much more serious situation. The particular places where osteosarcomas tend to spread are the lungs and also to other bones and to the bone marrow. But really the lungs in particular and other bones. How do patients with osteosarcoma present to the healthcare system? Pretty similar to Ewing sarcoma, I suppose. They can have a lump, they can have pain. I don't think they get fever as much, but I suppose they do. And then again, depending on where it's located, if it presses on some normal tissue nearby, then that might be the presenting symptom. Sometimes both Ewing's and osteosarcoma have a long history. A patient might have been complaining about aches and pains in the arms or legs, for instance, for months or you know, up to a year or more before they end up getting x-rays, etc., and finding out what's going on. But eventually patients with Ewing sarcoma and osteosarcoma end up at the doctors and sequence of investigations are performed and we can work out what's going on. Normally starts with some sort of an x-ray and then some sort of a scan. And in the next episode I'm going to go through all of that workup that happens to work out what's going on, to make the diagnosis and then to make a plan to start treatment. So for now, that's where I'll leave it. People have been complaining my podcasts are too long. So today's is nice and short, just a quick introduction to Ewing sarcoma and osteosarcoma, the typical primary bone tumours that we see in children and young adults. So thanks for listening to this episode of Understanding Childhood Cancer with Dr. Jeff. I'm Dr. Jeff, and bye now.